You're listening to Grace for Single Parenting. I'm Jen Smith, and each week we'll discuss a topic that encourages single parents to live their best life in their current season with God's grace and love. Let's talk about how to declutter when you hate to clean. So last January, I set upon this lofty goal of decluttering my entire house in one year. I had a check sheet of every room, closet, and drawer of my entire home. I began in the kitchen with a junk drawer. Cleaning out one junk drawer took me a full Saturday afternoon. The next weekend, I woke up before my kids and tackled the pantry. I organized their school treats, got out the Lazy Susan from my canned goods, and even had an empty shelf to spare. I thought things were looking pretty good. As a single parent, all decluttering comes down to me doing all the work and two kids to clutter the house up. Plus, I find decluttering tedious. Instead, I usually choose to spend time with my kids when they're with me and then going for a hike when they're not. Within three months, that junk drawer was back to normal and my son spilled Captain Crunch all over the pantry when he was trying to get his daily snack. Usually in January, storage solutions, organization challenges, and before and after pictures of HGTV-like living spaces bombard our feeds. And while I love a fresh start, I just can't seem to live up to the perfection in my single mom home. When I try to implement these strategies, storage solutions, and Mongolia home-like ideals, all it does is bring on feelings of inadequacy. And I'm not advocating that we never clean, organize, or declutter. Instead, I'm suggesting maybe there's a better way to spend our free time rather than organizing for days or months on end every new year. So I have some tips out there for clearing the clutter for those parents like me who hate to clean and organize, but still maybe you can't relax because there's so much clutter in your living room that you can't find a seat. Or maybe you're the single mom who's stressed out every morning because you can't seem to find your daughter's school uniform simply because there's so many clothes, books, and shoes on top of your dryer. We clear the clutter because we need to find a little bit of margin in our house and our lives so we can breathe a little bit easier. So I've got nine simple ways to clear the clutter for those of us who are stressed out and just hate to clean. First of all, think areas, not rooms. So think of your six favorite areas in your home. Where do you guys hang out the most? Or where do you want to hang out or relax but have trouble doing so because of all the clutter? Focus on these areas, not the whole room. For example, my favorite area in my house is my bed. And next to my bed is a little table, but it's also overrun with books and cups and all the things that tables attract. Last year when decluttering lost its sparkle for me, I instead decided to clear the clutter from this table next to my favorite spot in the house. Now, it just holds a few books, a diffuser for my refreshing sleep, and my essential oils. And now, this little table, this this one little area, is a peaceful environment for me. And I don't care so much about the whole entire room. Secondly, start and end small. After clearing the clutter from my favorite spots in the house, I feel calmer and no longer feel the need to declutter anything else. 
So you might be surprised to discover that although you wanted to clear the clutter of your entire house, you don't really need to. Start with the areas that bring you the most unrest and then see how you feel. If you feel like cleaning the whole entire room after, and sometimes, you know, we have to push ourselves to get started and once we get started, we can't stop, then that's awesome. Go for it. But sometimes you just need to do a little bit. Number three, it's all for you. Often we look outside of ourselves and how everyone else's homes look and think our homes must look good, this good too. Throw this notion out. When you have guests over, they aren't judging your stuff. Your friends are over there to see you, not to take stock in your faults. Think about it when you go to a friend's house. Are you judging like what she has on her counters and what she has stacked over on the floor? Or are you just happy to see her? For clear as you go, instead of embarking upon one big decluttering day or multiple days, work systems into your everyday life. For example, as you cook, open up cupboards and see what you can toss. Or keep a tub in your closet and your children's, and as you decide you no longer want an article of clothing, throw it in there. Your children probably won't do this, but as you put your clothes away, or they tell you they don't like something anymore, it doesn't fit them, then you'll have a handy place to put it aside. You can also designate a drawer or shelf in the laundry room for this. Or when you're looking in the pantry for something to eat, grab an older food item that's expired or one you'll never eat before it goes bad and throw it in the trash. If you think about it, we do this all the time when we're in the fridge looking for something to eat, but rarely do we do it in the pantry and then it just stacks up. Number five. Until you move from one house to another, you have no idea how much stuff you have. Years ago, after my divorce, I moved out of my house of 10 years. And while the house was on the market, I filled my second garage with boxes of items. Then these boxes stayed in that garage for a month. When the time came to move, I realized I didn't need any of it, so I dropped it all off at Goodwill. Had I been sorting through these same items, trying to decide to keep them or not, I probably would have kept them all. And to this day, I have no idea what any of those boxes contained. One effective and quick way to go through all of your stuff is to take a whole drawer and put it in a box and label it like kitchen drunk drawer or wherever it came from. Then put the box in the gar gar or garage, basement, or your car. And if you don't touch it for 30 days, throw it in the trash or drive it over to Goodwill. Number six. One valuable lesson I learned when moving was all the junk I had unknowingly accumulated over the years, and now I didn't want to end up in the same situation again. So I vowed to be more conscious of what I allowed into my home. Being conscious of every purchase meant no more garage sales. Shopping the clearance at the craft store was out for me, and so was bargain hunting for clothes. Because the fact is, most of the stuff ends up in piles or forgotten in a drawer. The less you buy today equals the less decluttering you'll have to do tomorrow. Seven, involve your kids. So most kids are going to find this process kind of difficult. They don't want to give up their suddenly precious McDonald's minion from three years ago with a missing eye. But one tactic that can work well is to involve your kids to give out a compassion. Ask them to help you clean out the linen closet so that you can go to all, all go to the dog shelter together and donate what you gave. And then while you're there, they can maybe see the dogs. Or have them clean out their small toys and stuffed animals for a charity like Operation Christmas Child. And have them pack a box and then learn the story behind it. 
Once they do or are involved in this, then most kids are excited to give. Cleaning out toys and clothes can sometimes be effective with your children's help if you do it right before their birthday or Christmas and explain that they need to make room. I've seen that some people put a box under the Christmas tree and involve their kids like in a reverse advent where they add an item to give away each day. Number eight, when you have kids, it feels like you're always going to be clearing out the clutter and you probably are. The kids receive a new toy and discard the old. Then you save clothes to hand them down to siblings. And most days, we just don't have the energy to even look in the playroom. So we kind of have to be at peace with this because from one overwhelm mom to another, toys everywhere is what a house with kids is kind of supposed to look like, regardless of what others say. If you have to, shut the door when they aren't in it so you don't have to look at it. I do the same with my garage. I mean, who really wants to organize a room you don't spend time in when there's reading to do, TV to watch, and kids to enjoy? And my last tip is declutter 30 and 30. Designate one box for donations and one bag for trash in a central location or put it in your garage. Then each day for 30 days, find one item in your house or throw it or give it away. If you have one room that needs to be cleaned more than any other, choose to do the 30 and 30 in that room only. This activity should only take you about 30 seconds a day.